You're listening to the Ranger Things Podcast. to ranger things we're recording on sunday september 3rd 2023 i'm carlo montanino and i'm joined by dave pacheco greetings everyone uh brendan is not uh joining us tonight he's on vacation or something i don't know but uh we have we have a couple things to talk oh did you have something Dave? oh he, he's busy getting high in colorado it seems oh he's in colorado getting high yeah I mean, literally like he's up in the mountains Oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> um, well, you know, we have, we have a couple things to talk about. As again, it's a slow week, but there's some news items we can we, we'll chat about here. Uh, and we have a fun game of uh, Fuck Mary Kill at the end, so stay tuned for that. But as always, you can visit rangerthingspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get access to more content, newsletters, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter at rangerthings23. Or send an email to contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. You can subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast service. And if you do, we'd appreciate your ratings and reviews. Okay, let's get into it. Pumped, Dave. I'm telling myself I'm pumped so I can get pumped because I'm tired. Woo! Woo! Yeah! All right. Dave, the, the PWHL has named its first six teams. Um, the, for those of you not in the know, the PWHL is essentially the well, it is the Professional Women's Hockey League. It comes from the ashes of the NWHL, uh, the National Women's Hockey League. Um, they, per- I believe that they purchased them, and there's like a big kind of like merger of sorts. I don't know, but basically now it's one women Professional Women's Hockey League. They named their first six teams. We have Montreal. Toronto, New York, New York, baby, Boston, Ottawa, and Minnesota. Those are that's the original six for the PWHL. Not a bad original six. It's pretty good. Although Minnesota, the the travel from Minnesota is going to be a bitch because it's the furthest out. Mm. But you know what? It's uh, it's all who cares. It's good. Um, Apparently, the New York team is going to be playing at the UBS Arena. That's that'd be cool. Oh, so they'll be splitting time with with the Islanders. Yep. Um, we don't know names of these teams yet. There are other teams. I'm just. I'm sorry. I have the article up right here. Oh, they were also considering London, Ontario, Chicago, and Pittsburgh, but I guess they didn't come through. I, I'm sure they will be added eventually as this league grows because this league now has the full support of the NHL. But um, they, they're not going to be subsidized like the WNBA is, or I don't know. Maybe uh, NHL owners have already expressed interest in purchasing teams in the PWHL. Okay, but will that does that mean the subsidy? Does that does that mean they get a break on the NHL side if they also own this? Who knows? Gary Bettman, you know, he's he's a tricky guy. I'm sure he could figure out something uh, to incentivize ownership and retaining ownership. Uh, but the, this news has caused a lot of rumblings in women's hockey. A bunch of women who are playing in Europe have been backing out of their contracts. Wow. The existing um, the existing contracts for the 
league that the NWHL who just that just folded have been completely dissolved. So now there's be a brand new draft. Everything's starting from scratch. This really is like what what's it in comic books? A reset. Uh, okay, yeah. This is yeah. a reset for uh, women's professional hockey, and I've watched some women's hockey, women's professional hockey, also international. International is, you know, it's pretty cringy. Um, but <laughs> the professional hockey, I actually I've watched it, and I've watched it with my daughter. I've you know I've young daughters at home, and I watched. They like hockey, and you know, one of them who likes hockey the most likes watching quote unquote and I'm quoting her girl hockey because they don't hit each other. Mm. She doesn't like when the guys beat each other up. She gets very upset. <laughs> um so she likes girls hockey because they don't hit each other. So I was like, oh well then well when you play hockey, if you play hockey, you that's the hockey you'll play. So she was excited about that. What do you think the uh the names for the for the the New York um franchise is going to be or is this is there a name you'd like to hear like uh like the rain jets or something or i i I would i would say like the lady liberties but you know that's too close to the wmba's uh new york liberty yeah um let's just see i'm just pulling it from i'm pulling it from the ether here how about the um the new york rat girls Oh, like no. pizza rats? No, like like the pe- like pizza rats, but <laughs> never mind. Uh, <laughs> like the pizza rats. Like, the, does it necessarily have to be like you know in the vein of like a female thing? Like you know, like so like so you you have the Boston Bruins on on the NHL side. Now, what about like the Boston Badgers? The Boston Brunettes. <laughs> yeah, no no blondes on the team. If you're blonde, no. you have to dye your hair. Yeah, I like that. I like where this league is going, Dave. <laughs> and then they'll they'll play the Minnesota Blondes. Does that mm, make sense? That makes you know? sense. And then that'll be like just the sexiest matchup <laughs> in terms of hockey. I um, mean, it, it would be great if they if they just took like the North Star name, like the, for the Minnesota North Stars. That would be cool. I mean, yeah, I, I would appreciate that. You're absolutely right, and like, it doesn't have to be like a lady centric name. I'm just leagues do this, right? They they kind of want to like make the distinction, like we're women's hockey, but they probably, yeah. To your point, they'll probably just have normal sports team names, and I'm just a complete misogynist, and that's fine. I'm open to that, Dave. Well, I I don't think you're a misogynist. I would I would just say. We're just trying to, from the male perspective, trying to put ourselves into the female point of view, which is impossible. Let uh, me ask you this. From the female point, you're a woman. <laughs> Pretend you're a woman. Hi. Are you a hockey fan enough to watch games without men around? Would you watch ladies hockey? And I say ladies hockey with the utmost respect. I don't I think. Mean... No, no. The only people who are going to watch this are male hockey fans. I, that's I think so, yeah. And maybe not even many of them. So, really, they should play that up. I like. Don't get mad. Like the the the, the lingerie football league. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was just thinking buddy. that. Yeah. Just like and those know, girls go hard. They that's hold, a legitimate... hold their top jerseys. Like you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, with hockey equipment, it's different. It's, you can't get the same kind of visual thing going on. But listen, like I mean. That's those those girls compete. They're good. Like I've seen clips. They they're better at me than football. I yeah. guarantee I could fucking dust any one of these women in this hockey league. That's for sure. <laughs> like foxy boxing on ice. Yes. You know. 
who's who's shoveling the snow um during tv timeouts chippendale dancers chippendale dancers yeah. yeah speedos you know uh bow ties nothing else skates and just have have well but if guys are mostly watching it i mean maybe you'd have to have a mixture you got to play to both both sides of the of the fence you know for for people's tastes i guess i don't know we you know sex just, sells people like let, let's yeah, be honest sure. here i mean, I mean th- th- think about all the all right so just think about in in, in the nba you have cheerleaders and all that stuff and, and nfl <clears throat> and like even now like in hockey with like you know the devils and stuff like that they had like or and the rangers for for a short while they had like female like you know mini skirt wearing you know people who swept up the ice and things like that you know so you know they they are trying to like jazz you know sex it up and jazz it up and get people excited because they knew who their main demographic is yeah. i mean i think everyone's moving away from that which is unfortunate because there are out of work dancers that need work, right? They just yeah. like, re- like this, like, you know, I don't, you don't need to employ college kids to shovel snow. You need, there are dancers that can do that or right. cheerleaders or whatever. So, you know, if you want to um, shrink that pay gap, you know, maybe you need to employ more women of, of various skill sets, including dancing, but unless <laughs> they don't have to be scantily clad. And no, know, they shouldn't like, be. Yeah, exactly. We, we, we know like, um, more and more in sports in general, it's become more of a family environment, a destination, if you will, for families. So, like, yeah, just but to have have women in clothes, cl- fully clothed up, that's fine. I mean, come on, mystique is better than skin, to me, anyways. It's but, still you know, about you, gratifying you, you sexually, though, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I said that. I I put those words in your mouth. <laughs> but all right, we're getting a little bit off topic here. I I I think. My concern, well, I'm happy that there's a consolidation of women's professional hockey. That's yes, good. We, we need a small, uh, a bigger uh, talent pool and a small pond. Yeah. And my, again, but my concern is that you're creating another situation where actually, you know, it won't create that. I was going to say it's going to create another situation where it's a WNBA and it's kind of like laughable to watch because just being frank, it is. It's WNBA is bad. It's bad basketball. At yeah. least if you watch bad hockey to the average viewer, it's just a low scoring game. Yeah. Right. You, and it's actually probably more exciting. Actually, Jeff Merrick famously says this a lot. Bad hockey's fun to watch, right? Like mistakes, people are slipping up and down. The pucks can't, you can't make a pass. It's a crazy nightmare. That is fun to watch. You do want to see goals. But actually, the game I saw most recently it was like a it was like a six to five game it was like toronto new york it was like it was a pretty high scoring game i think team defense was the issue there really more than anything but right yeah i mean i don't know i'm excited well well, like you know do we know if the dimensions are going to be same as you know a regular rink a regular nhl rink i mean it's not going to be uh international size rank which is humongous so it'll be the nh the north american so dimensions yeah going with that i think in order to make it um more exciting without like really sacrificing the spirit of of, of hockey and what it is um in how many beer leagues that we played where we played on like smaller leagues and you have the uh center ice as that's the zone that's the end of the zone that's the, right. it's the, there's only two zones. There's no three zones. There's an offensive zone, a defensive zone. That's it. No neutral yeah. zone stuff. I think that would that would make it easier and and uh, you know yeah. just more exciting, and quicker, quicker pace. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'd be all for that in NHL. To be honest, mm. that'd be sick. 
but I mean, there's too much skill in the NHL and people get their heads taken off. So right. I think that like, yeah, I just hope that the PWHL is open to making, to not trying to be a women's version of the NHL to stand on its own, be its own sport and be open to these rule changes to make the game more exciting. Yes. Cause nothing, it would be worse to see like, you know, sloppy hockey's fun, but for 60 minutes and there's, it's like one, it's a one, nothing game. It's oh god, there's nothing worse than that kind of slog. It's awful. Maybe you have a you have a running clock. You know, you you know, yep. you, you treat it sort of like soccer or like some other beer leagues that we've been in, where you have the run the continuous clock. <clears throat> you know, it forces people to you know make quicker line changes, get the get their units on the ice, and um, you know, especially if you know if a team's down by a goal, you know they're gonna want to get on it. Yeah, yeah. N- not waste as much time as possible. <clears throat> Keep it moving, you know, because NHL games aren't long when you compare them to all the other sports. Right. It's it's the, like the shortest sporting event you can watch aside from soccer. Um, so um, so if that's the case and you want to make it a little bit more accessible, a little more feasible to have a family outing to go see a women's hockey play, you know, you have that continuous clock and like, boom, you, you can cut that to under two hours easy every game. You know, provided it doesn't go into overtime. Yeah, and again, like I, I hope that the PWHL does think about. They don't have to make these rules now. Like, let's mm. do a season, see how it goes, right? Right. But be open to like getting creative with shaping this league as its own sport, as its own league, as opposed to trying to just carbon copy the NBA. Like the WNBA carbon copies the the NBA. Right. Right. Like those hoops should be. Eight and a half feet, right? We spoke about that. Yeah, eight and a half, nine feet would be perfect. That would be perfect, right? I'm not saying you make the net bigger, but like, you know, make it two zones instead of three. That's yeah. completely legitimate hockey. So the purist can't get too mad. And it's also because that's really what's gonna what's gonna boil down to, right? The pure it's like the pure the hockey purists. Oh, we're so they're happy to see women's hockey, but they have to play it the men's way. It's like, well, it's not conducive, right? Right. We'll see, we'll see. All right. Well, speaking of women's hockey, because you can watch that on ESPN Plus, I'm sure. Um, the Rangers, well, not the Rangers, but TNT has released its uh, NHL schedule. And the Rangers have six games on TNT, one of which being an exhibition game against Boston, um, and then five regular season games. This is not super newsworthy, um, although, as an out of market Ranger fan, this is who does not have a cable box. This is like really big news for me, right? Because that's six games I know that I cannot watch legally, and then add that to the the other blackout games that I'm that I'm I'm forced to suffer through, which is Pittsburgh and Columbus. I, I did some math, Dave. Oh, I did a little bit, just a little bit of math. I am I can legally not watch sixteen percent of the games this season. Jeez. And I pay for ESPN Plus to watch hockey. That's like, what, 10 games? 11 games? 13 games. 13. So I'm like a little PO'd. And then there's also games that will just be on ESPN as the season unfolds or games that will be national games. And so that list will just get bigger. Not even the fact that like 16% of the games I can't watch the ESPN app sucks. Like it's super slow. 
mm. if it loads a game at all. I just pirate my games. I ha- and I have to. The NHL makes it impossible for me to watch hockey. If I had a cable box, then it's a different story. But why am I, you know, it's an extra 150 bucks a month. Yeah, that's insane. That's that. Uh, we'll go, the, the game selection is pretty interesting. If I'll just go through it real quick. Two games versus the Red Wings. Uh, this is the, t- the TNT games. Two versus the Red Wings. One versus the Lightning. One versus the Islanders. And April 3rd, my birthday, against the Devils. Happy birthday to you. You can't watch the Rangers. Yeah. But but like, I mean, it's interesting, like, the Bruins preseason game and then two Red Wings games, all MSG, all at MSG. And then you have some big rivalry. Well, Lightning, I wouldn't consider a rivalry so much, but that's a big game. Yeah. And then Islanders-Devils, that's huge, especially during that late part of the season. So they'll be good national games. Really, I know we've spoken on the podcast before about, like, getting fans to, like, really – get back into this Rangers-Devils hatred. I think that's good for hockey. So that'll be fun to see. So that's that's that bit. You have anything you have anything you want to say about TNT, Dave? Uh no, I mean again, I, I do I do like the um I do like the guys that they have covering during like the pregame, postgame, you know, intermission reports and stuff like that. They always got a good crew going, uh very entertaining. But other than that, it's just like, eh, you know, whatever you know I, I i i'm still corded to cable so i will be able to watch them yeah uh, whatever what's the what's what <laughs> what's the next topic we got okay we're gonna get into again this is a slow week james uh, dolan we got we got it coming we got some james dolan news so uh for the rate the msg not the rangers msg uh, has been given a five-year permit to exist at penn station where it currently sits. For those of you who don't know the history of MSG, um, you know it's moved around Manhattan a few times. Where where it currently is is on top of Penn Station, which is like the biggest transit hub in, in New York City. They don't somehow they don't pay taxes on that property. It's probably some of the most valuable real estate in the world, and MSG doesn't pay any taxes. Great deal for the Dolan family, but in a city that's hemorrhaging taxpayers hemorrhaging money every couple of years like the lease comes up and they have to renegotiate and we want him to pay taxes we want we want the we need the money and dolan somehow slips out of it and i think well the contract is that he'll never pay taxes but he has to keep reapplying for like permits or leases so the conversation comes up like it was 10 years ago now it's to this current lease is up. He got a five-year extension. So in five years, we'll hear about this again. Would MSG move? That's always a question. Like, where's MSG going to move to? Nowhere for five years. I can't imagine it would be good business for the city to allow, uh, to, to force MSG to move after they just put billions of dollars into a renovation of not just the building, but like the area around it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's kind of like, poor city planning poor city management shoving its way into yeah it's 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 new york is terrible like i love it so much but it's it's like so terrible because you know greed and poor planning you know kind of just usurped anything that could have made it like a great uh progressive city as far as like infrastructure and 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 you know just being a hub of humanity 
in general and just making it better for everybody. But because nobody wants to spend the money and the time to enact all these changes over a lengthy period of time, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's sad. Um, But that being said, like, I don't think any Ranger fan or Nick fan can ever uh, think about going to uh, a Nick or Nick's Rangers game, not in the garden. Uh, so right. I think that, you know, no, no matter how hard it's, it, you know, no matter how tight it's going to be or whatever the situation is going to be, I don't see either of those teams ever not playing there as for their for their home games. Right. Um, I, I mean, MSG, again, MSG has moved in the past. It used to be in Madison Square. You know, right. it, it, it was also it was further uptown at, at, during a period. So, like, it's it's moved around. Because it's only been sitting in its current state in what for the last sixty years or something like that. Yeah, sixty seven right. years. Yeah, which is actually sounds insane to even say that out loud. Our parents watched MSG move. You know. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. But I can't see like me my whole life they've been in that one spot. So I can't see. Well, one, I don't see where it could go in in New York right. at all. Where would it, it go? Un- all right. So the only other thing I can think of is like. When they were playing around the, with the idea of moving the Jets and Giants to Hudson Yards, that's right. That's, I remember that. That is the only other place I can see it going. And like, people be like, "Oh, what about the traffic?" It's like, well, it's not a ninety thousand capacity, you know, stadium that you would have to build. It's a what twenty two thousand uh, or eighteen thousand. Eighteen, yeah. You can right. Get away with eighteen. And if you built that on Hudson Yards, which is that would be fucking awesome because that's yeah. like. Like thirtieth and and the on, west side, on west side, yeah, that's that yeah. would be that's a great location, and that and you know that still plays into the fact that that's where all the trains end up, so mm-hmm. it's still easy access via public transportation, what just like Penn, Penn Station is. So I think that would be a viable option, but then again, that's a lot of money, and would Dolan be willing to pay that amount of money and spend that time making that move? I mean, I think it, I think it would be an amazing idea. And it might free up more money for the city. So, if you I have think Dolan him, sucks up that money, like if they make if he has to move, he makes the city pay for it, right? But then the city could also recoup some of that with the real estate of Penn Station itself, and doing I don't know maybe something positive for all the other people that live and commute to Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, well, well, they're saying the whole MTA or well, the whole New York argument is that M- MTA can't upgrade. Penn Station, which it desperately needs an upgrade. Penn Station right. is like in, it's not in terrible shape. There's worse subway stations for sure, um, but it is very. It's not. Um, if you don't know where you're going, or if you don't have a clear cut plan, you yeah, will definitely get lost. get lost. You could be hopping on an Ally Double R, or you know, or whatever, and not mm-hmm. realize it. And you're like, oh, I thought I was trying to take the A, the A train uptown or something like that. It's like, nope, you're going to like Long Island. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. That that's kind of whack. What, yeah. what I would like to see eventually, and I, I bet he didn't negotiate this because I don't know if this is Dolan's stipulation. So I know that. So any like stadium series game that the Rangers have played, or, or anything like that, or, or um, uh, hockey classic or whatever <laughs> it was, they're always the away team because yep. the stipulation in their contract is that if it's not at MSG, the Rangers can't be home. Right, because that's how he loses the tax exempt status. Right. Yeah. So speaking of a blast from the past, 
Carl Haglin has retired. Bless up. You know, and he, you know, I, I always liked Haglin. I have a Haglin jersey. I'm happy to have it. I love Haglin. Um, he's got a je ne sais quoi about him. He's, he's relatively clutch. Yeah. Um, but he retired due to an injury, an eye injury. He got hit with a stick during a practice with the Capitals. Sheesh. And it, he just never, he just kind of never recovered. Um, kind of part of me is kind of like, hey, buddy, why don't you fucking fix your visor then? Right. Yeah. You always you know? have that shit tilted way up. Way up. It's like, you know what? If that shit was normal, listen, kids, put your visor normal. Otherwise, you're going to have a career ending eye injury. And, and, you know, didn't a few years ago they, they, they supposedly mandated that you weren't, be, you shouldn't be able to move it more than like an inch or something like that or half an inch. They had to be like locked in because of the um, incurring eye injury, uh, the rising in eye injuries. Yeah. But, but it's, it could be locked in up. there. Yeah. Like up and it just won't move. It's like, because Lafreniere does that shit now. Yeah. Like he, his visor's up. It's like, dude, like just put the freaking visor down. I mean, I, 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 I understand that because I, I still do that to this day. Um, play, even playing in beer league and stuff like that, I always tip the visor up because I need better vision, you know, yeah. when I'm playing. But it, uh, it, it, it's, it's a stupid chance to take. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I only spent a short amount of time with, a, with the visor. I went nothing for a season, the Berserker season. That was fun. Yeah. But I then I caught a black eye, just pick up hockey. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear a full cage from here. It's like, it's just, yeah. I don't, the vision doesn't bother me. I had better vision vision in a full, like the metal cage yeah. than I did with the or like a half visor. Oh, the half visors are the worst because they would just yeah. fog up. Yep. And you looked like a tool. Yeah, because I fucking breathe like a yak when I'm fucking skating up and down the, the, oh, the oh, no, you, you're talking about just the regular visor. I sorry, I was thinking of like the visor cage combo. Those things oh, suck yeah. so bad. I, I started out with that. I, I didn't mind them for a while, but the visor came down. It came down to like my lip. It was like an extended visor, and then it was just like a metal cage. That's the like the Pat, the Pat LaFontaine visor. Yes. Yeah. Nice. The, the Great Ranger, Islander, Saber. Was it a giant iTech one? Yeah, 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 I know exactly which one he's talking about, dude. <laughs> Man, that's cool. Yeah, I had I had the fishbowl when I first started playing, and then because you know your Mighty Ducks come out, you know it's like everyone's got the cool Mighty Ducks outfits. Of course. So I got the fishbowl, and I'm like, this sucks ass. I hate this because you just it just fogs up. So I just put I just put on my ratty ass cage and just yeah, the, the stay first from there. Though... The first team I played for was that we were the Mighty Ducks. Oh, nice. I, I had a white Mighty Ducks jersey. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Okay. We sucked. We were terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get our asses handed to us by the Penguins. Ugh. <laughs> I, my, my, my first team, actually, here's a funny story. Now we're doing this. My first, the first team I played for was the Flyers. So I had mm. the Flyers jersey. I was so happy. I was like, oh, I, have my, I got my hockey jersey. I'm on the Flyers. And then that was 96 when the then the Flyers. So my season ended. Flyers then eliminate the Rangers in the playoffs. Uh, and I went in my backyard and burned my Flyers jersey. <laughs> I was so angry. Yeah. And then I went to the Red Wings. And then I wore my Red Wings jersey to a Rangers Red, Red Wings game. That was fun. That was a good team, that Red Wings team. We went to the finals. My brother was all-star goalie. 
<laughs> Yo, one of so one of the seasons we um that you know I think we were, I think it was like I was thirteen or something like that, and we we won we won our championship. But we were the Dallas Stars. We had the black Dallas Stars jerseys, and um so our coach he had like a hookup with Islander tickets. So he brought the whole team to an Islanders Devil game. So Mikey Cat was on my team at the time. And we both, you know, we both colluded together. Like, yo, let's wear a Rangers jersey to this fucking Islanders Devil game in the fucking mausoleum. So we went there and we're like 13-year-old kids. We got yelled at and fucking cursed at and just like berated by grown men the entire 60 minutes of 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 being in, of being there well, it was it was like a little tra- traumatic you know but i bet <laughs> the 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 best thing though, though was like um one of the times during the intermission before the intermission was over we walked down to like towards one of the ends one of the goalkeeper ends you know towards the boards and stan fish fishler was there and like we were like holy shit that's, that's stan fishler what's you know let's say what's up and, and like he saw us and he kind of just looked at us like quizzically like what the fuck are you doing in ranger jerseys here <laughs> and but he was a really nice guy and you know he you know he talked to us for a couple minutes you know how you guys doing why are you guys here why'd you wear ranger jerseys and you know we were just like oh you know we're big ranger fans and we, we couldn't bring ourselves to not wear a jersey and we don't have any island and we can never wear an islander or, jer- or devil's jersey so and he's like, "Yo, you guys are pretty brave." He's like, "You know, I hope you guys get out of here all right." And, and um, <laughs> to thirteen-year-old kids, yeah, he's like, yeah, basically, this is knew. the lowest class. This is the confluence of the two lowest classes of people in existence: Rage <laughs> Islander fans and Devils fans. <laughs> the wrong place. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was nice, and he was just like, uh, "You know, be safe, guys." And you know, it was great to meet you. You know, congratulations on your championship and all that kind of bullshit. And I was like. We just like we, you know, little little kids starstruck and everything, but uh, you know, it's a good day after we got popcorn thrown at us and stuff a few times. <laughs> right. Uh, like- but yo, it, all right. So that and then there's another memory. I'm sorry, we were in fourth grade or something like that. So it's the year fourth or fifth grade. I think it's like the year after the Rangers won the cup, and we had a field trip because me and Mikey Cat went to the same school. Uh, we had a field trip down to Philadelphia to see the Liberty Bell and all that stuff. So again, you know, but, you know, it's the first time we did it. Like, yo, let's wear our Rangers jerseys. So we wear our Rangers jerseys for this class trip, and we're walking around Philly, downtown Philly, and stuff like that. With and our you class. each got a buck fifty. Oh, right yo, it was close again. Grown <laughs> men cursing, screaming at us, "What the fuck you doing? Wear Rangers jersey? Get the fuck out of here!" And like that was like the first time I actually felt I feared for my life. You know, rooting for a team, and. uh yeah, Philadelphia people, you're you're pretty awful as far as the fan base. Um, well, let's bring it back to the Winter Classic <laughs> when uh, that man got almost murdered and stabbed like 13 oh, times at like Pat's fucking cheesesteak place in front Which of Which is kid. like, first of all, for people who aren't from Philadelphia or New York or, or people who are like, oh, I got to go to Philly cheesesteak. Am I going to go to Pat's or Gino's? That's, that's, no, you don't go to either one of those. They're both tourist traps. They're garbage. The places you go to are the Knicks and oh my god, I can't remember the other one. Well, let me just just go to the Knicks or John's Roast Pork. If you're going to Philadelphia, you've already made a grave mistake. I mean, yeah, I I mean, if you if you go there wearing any kind of sports memorabilia that's not of the area, it's a grave mistake. If you're going there as just a person, 
it's not it's not bad. They they do have a great um a great food game there. Uh, I, I've enjoyed myself many different places, many different times in Philadelphia. But just leave the sports shit at home. Cover up your license plates if you're from New York. You know things like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. There, there's like a it's like a baby brother syndrome or like you know no, Napoleon no. complex or something that, or that's like Jersey baby brother I get that in Philadelphia it's just dude they're just swamp. they're just swamp people they're just not <laughs> they're just awful awful humans just cryptids um, posing as fucking human beings I mean the show it's always sunny in Philadelphia like is about it's an accurate portrayal of like the average Philadelphian Right, as as horrible of people as they are, that's the general population of Philadelphians. <laughs> yeah, those people are not the outliers. The, the <laughs> nice people they encounter are the weirdos. Yes. Uh, uh, um. So yeah. So Carl Hagelin. <laughs> so Carl Hagelin, you'll be missed. Uh, great, great uh, career, Dave. You have any Carl Hagelin memories? So I I looked up some highlights because you know it's been it's been a little bit since he's been on the Rangers and he, he is sorely missed. Um. I watched like a super cut of just his Ranger highlights because I don't give a shit about what he did on the two cups, Penguins and, and Capitals and stuff. You know, right. Besides that, I'm very happy for him for, for that. But like a lot of his plays, man, his fucking speed, beating pucks out, loose pucks Dude. out to get uh to get breakaways, uh coming around the net, uh, you know, wraparound, like so many wraparounds. He had, you know, Mat- Mateau-esque goals. Um, I did see one that does stick out is shit. I what is the playoffs like eight years ago or something like that he had an overtime winner against the penguins yes. it was like a one-one game mm-hmm. and uh dude he's that, that, that was a series winner was it I, yeah. I, it might have been yeah i mean he's he's he was fucking awesome like he was he was everything you wanted you know in a player like yeah. he, he he was fast he's a nice guy didn't cause shit no off ice bullshit and he worked that motherfucker worked and he oh, yeah. outworked most of you know most of the people people on the ice yeah and you know i was like looking up like car haggling clips as well and like that overtime winner is like oh you know what that's that's gonna be my moment my car haggling moment um i gotta say like the amount of times where you just saw him turn the jets on with or without the puck yeah he just fucking blew by everybody on the ice and just fucking oh my he was so like jaw-dropping speed and it was just insane to like just watch that i i really and then yes gets in the corner so i was grinding out squirts a puck out and like even though he was only six foot he looked so much smaller in comparison with everybody else so he you know he still seemed kind of like a short king on the ice Um, i think he was underweight i think that's what it was was he's he's uh that that um, would make sense but um, like but, you know, being five ten myself, and it, it, it's you always love seeing you know, sh- you know, shorter players, shorter in stature players, you know, besting the best who are six two, six four, six six on the ice, um, mm-hmm. like 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 Theo Flurry or Cliff Ronning, even like you, you know, you, you love to see that shit. So you will definitely be missed and forever in my heart, Mister Haglin. 35 35 man yeah. it broke my fucking heart it's the eye injury again it's the fucking visor just put the where kids wear your vi wear your equipment properly it's all your the, ppe at all times wear them, wear them properly there's no swag there's no swag in retirement folks i'll tell you that much <laughs> mm-hmm. um 
All right, so let's let's move to current Rangers. We're actually speaking about some Rangers now. Um, we're still not at hockey yet, though. Uh, Mika Zibanejad had a baby girl. Huzzah! She's Future so cute. PWHL player, possibly, maybe. possibly. You know, pictures are on Instagram and crap. I don't. I don't have too much to say about this. It's um, what's the what's what's his daughter's name? Uh, Ella. Ella. But being a father of three little girls yourself, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of nice, you know. It's, it's nice. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Like he's going to, you know, he's got, he's going to have like, you know, a whole new shit going on right now. So it's, but what I'm looking for as a father, I'm, you know, congratulations to Mika. I'm happy for him. As a hockey fan, I'm looking forward to the first year fatherhood bump. They, you know, everyone says, oh, it's the dad strength comes out. And it's like, no, that's, there's no dad strength. There's old man strength when you hit like around, you know, 30. Yeah. Which Meek is getting close. If not, he's, if he's not there. Yeah, he's right on the cusp of 30, I believe. He's right on the cusp. So he's going to have that old man strength coming. But there is something about that first year of fatherhood for NHL players where they have insane seasons right after their kid's born. It's I almost it's, like they take the new life into their own, and and you know it's like a rejuvenating, it's like a a Rajagul Lazarus pit, you know, kind of thing where you have this, <laughs> you know, young strength in you or something, or young uh, resiliency in you. I maybe, but I'll as a father of three girls, I'll tell you, it's not that at all. It's <laughs> it is the fact that you're out of the house. away from that screaming need machine and you just have you're just like so happy to be free you're gonna do anything you do is gonna be good (laughs) so if you're playing hockey oh shit this is great we need chris Kreider to pump out a baby now that he's married we need a i don't know maybe have some other ones out of wedlock i don't know you know whoever so yeah speaking of veiny um Phil Heedle posting some workout pics, huh? Heats. He's looking Bro, good. His legs are massive. They're looking Dude. like JCVD and blood sport. Dude, I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't want to take anything away from Heedle. Like he's he's doing the work. It's I always think it's kind of like to to use modern parlance, <laughs> cringe to like post pictures of yourself on the internet. Um but he's like doing a little bit of, of a dig at Lafreniere, who is noticeably not posting gym pics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna turn, somehow turn this into a, a criticism of Lafreniere. Um, I mean, his quads are looking bigger than McDavid's. I'm looking at some pictures now, and no, McDavid's legs are fucking tree stumps, dude. I'm well, yeah, he's he's but he's yeah, he's just un- otherworldly. <laughs> but he is like he like his his bottom half is extremely well developed i'll say but um, you know that, that that's extremely important like for all you little hockey players out there your your lower half that's where all your power comes from you want to you want a hard shot man you know work them legs you know get in the gym do some squats don't do deadlifts because the risk rewards is not good for the you know for that but you know get your squats going get them fucking quads popping you know, it, it, it all flows just like in Kung Fu and all, all, all uh, you know, combat sports like that. You're generating all your power from the ground, you know, mm-hmm. so your legs are the closest thing there. So work them legs, daddy. It's just like your golf swing. 
you know, on that downswing, you need to stamp down on that lead foot. Yeah, if you if you, you have a John we- Daly, if, if you have weak legs, you can't do shit in this world. Um, but yeah, Big you know, legs. But he don't. I, I so I have not seen many Rangers work out because you know this is the time of year when everyone's like posting them. You know, you saw you, you you see Bedard and McDavid working out together, um, which is crazy. Uh, you know, but like everyone's like posting the pics because you know they want to show off to the agents, to the organizations. Like, hey, I'm working on taking it seriously. Yeah, <clears throat> I've not. I've only seen Heedle. Um, remember when Kako was posting the workout stuff and how big he got? Oh my god, that yeah. one year he grew like twice his size. Was that last season? That was like last was, season, I think. Yeah, was that get... was that before? No, it was the season before. Okay, maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, man, that was an impressive transformation. Yeah, but Hedl is, I mean, Hedl is always sneaky strong, but like now I think like he's going to have, it looks like he's going to be much faster. I'll say that. I, I was, uh, I watched a YouTube video today, uh, yesterday and today, this, this, uh, this YouTuber, Johnny Hawkey. H-A-W-K-E. Oh, I like, oh, I love that account. Yeah. So, but he, he talked about something that we kind of talked about when we did our little one, one of our games, when you said what's better for the sport, uh, having the Olympics or having uh, mm-hmm. world hockey every four years or something like that. And he was saying how it, it's, it's such a waste and a shame that Connor McDavid hasn't played in the Olympics for team count. Like he hasn't been with the best of the best, you know, as far as like, you know, the best versus the best, I should say, you know, as far as hockey and to have him possibly, you know, playing with Crosby and Bedard on a team Canada, that would be sick. I, that would be, and I think that's just going to help the sport of hockey, you know, more than than we could even know, you know, to have this level of talent, like you know, and McKinnon, you know, he's he's, I think he's Canadian, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I agree with the sentiment. Like, yeah, we got to get McDavid on international stage. Yes, as a specimen. <laughs> But I, I am sick and goddamn tired of Canada having all these super teams. Where's our – why can't we have, like, a, the U.S. – like, actually, the Team USA, you have Austin Matthews. That would be pretty sick. Yes. Um, but we don't have, like, a line like McKinnon, McDavid, and Crosby. Like, that's <laughs> – That's absurd. That's, I mean, you, you would – you would spread them out more, but you know what I'm saying? Like we don't have anything near that in the U S so I selfishly, I, if we're going to have international hockey, I want the U S to be fucking really good. I don't want, like they are really good. They would, of course, but I don't want, I don't want to face three lines where those are the three centers. Yeah. That would be a fucking nightmare. Bring NHL NHLers back to the Olympics. You know, let, let, let's do it. Let's let's make it a consistent thing. You know, let's give let's give a two week period off. You know, forget about the I listen, all star game and the skills competition. Nobody really cares about that shit. Like, it, it's nice to have the accolades for the players and, and contracts and going into the Hall of Fame in the future and all that stuff. But I think, you know, having that keeping that level of competition up on an international stage, I think it's way it, more it, important. Yes, yeah. way more dividends to be to be. Uh, and you know made. they just use the All Star game as a weekend to get fucked up with their buddies anyway. Like it's right. Let's just call the only person. Spade. The only person who really comes out ahead of that is Phil Kessel because that motherfucker is made for partying and living to excess. 
God bless him. American. <laughs> American hero. Hamburger right. helper. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 get to this game, Dave. Uh we are we're gonna play uh fuck Mary Kill. All right. <laughs> um this is the local rivalry fan base edition. Oy. I'm really upset that Brendan wasn't here for this one because he would be well, he no, actually I'm happy because he would be like locked into an answer here. <laughs> Um, all right, Dave. Fuck Mary Kill, a Gosh. Devils fan, an Islanders fan, and a Philadelphia Flyers fan. God damn. Uh hmm. So, like it's like you you're dipping in the sewer anywhere you're going. Um <clears throat> Okay, well, I'll, I'll go first. I want you to think about this. I'll go first, and then we'll close. You with sure? You sure answer. you don't want me to get first? <laughs> Do you have? You, are you ready? No, I think I I think I'm ready. I, okay, okay. I, I think I get I get to press it out. So, you know, you kill the Islander fan because you don't want to catch anything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. You fuck the Philly fan because all right, they're in Philadelphia. They're far away, and you got to marry the Devils fan. I mean. Brendan's life seems to be okay married to a devil's fan um you know I'm just I'm just going off his experience so I guess that would be the way to go I mean they're not a serious fan base anyways so you won't really have to deal with it like you won't have the obnoxiousness of a Philadelphia fan every day living with you and you don't have to worry about that on the fan because they're dead uh <laughs> okay yeah that's the yeah that's the short answer of it okay so you're going to fuck the flyers fan marry the devil's fan and kill the islanders fan yes okay all right well the way i see it is a little bit different than uh how you see it dave i would i would kill the flyers fan as we said earlier in this episode i don't like philadelphia i don't like the people there i don't like their fans kill them right away i'd fuck the devil's fan because, Whoa. like to your point, they're a state away. You know, they're over there or over here. There's a little bit of bants. It's a fun time. You get out with you get out with your life. I'd marry the Islanders fan because they are already so used to having low expectations <laughs> and being disappointed <laughs> that I would not have any friction in my marriage. <laughs> yeah, but they still they still scream and yell louder than fucking like anybody. Then you know I'll just leave with no I'll, basis. I just I just leave. I leave the house. What do I care? They're they're not, they're, yeah, I'll go golfing. They're not gonna they're not gonna leave me. They're Islander fans. They're used to the misery. So that's that's where I, that's my take. Um, I don't know. Disagree if you will. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Uh, remember, visit our website, rangerthingspodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, rangerthings23, or send us an email, uh, contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. For David Pacheco, good night, everyone, and God bless. God's dead. I'm Carlo Montanino. See you all next week. Thank you. Mwah. Well, I